Welcome back. To recap last week, we talked about what happens at the arraignment, also known as the initial hearing. And remember, I'm following this along for felony level cases, not misdemeanors, and following along with California procedures to make it easy for y'all. So the arraignment is where the charges being brought are specified, the defendant is informed of their constitutional rights, the court appoints an attorney if necessary, bail decisions are made, and initial plea is entered. Um, assuming it's a not guilty plea and the charges haven't been dropped or dismissed, this person is now moving forward in the processing. So what happens next? Next comes a probable cause hearing in the form of either a preliminary hearing or a grand jury. And what's the difference between these and why would one be used over the other? All good questions. So let's dig in. A preliminary hearing is essentially a mini trial where the prosecution presents the evidence that they have against the accused and the defense can do some cross-examination. And this is where the judge will decide if there's enough probable cause, so evidence, to believe that one, a crime is committed, and two, that the defendant committed the crime. This is just a proceeding to determine if there are enough facts to move forward. No guilt is determined at this stage, FYI. But assuming the judge thinks that the evidence threshold has been met, the prosecutor will file an information. The defendant will then be arraigned a second time according to the information. And the biggest thing here is a repleting now that it's gone through this probable cause type of hearing. So that's one option. The other option is called a grand jury. Each of our 58 counties in California have one and they handle civil along with criminal types of matters. A lot of what they do is actually government oversight as a watchdog type of authority, but again, they do look over some criminal cases too. And these grand juries are composed of individuals who apply to be grand jurors and serve for a year in this capacity, serving for about 20 to sometimes up to 35 hours a week as a volunteer. So you can imagine it takes a certain clientele to even get on as a grand juror, but that's a discussion for another time. So what does a grand jury do? They also serve as kind of a fact-finding body to, to determine the probable cause to move forward to a trial, just as a group of jurors instead of it being just the judge. They hear the evidence from the prosecutor and only the prosecutor. It seems to give a great deal of power to the DA's office, but they have the burden of proof, so this somewhat makes sense. At any rate, this conversation could take us down a long rabbit hole of differential power in the system, but I digress. So again, the grand jury is simply determining if there are enough facts and evidence that one, a crime has been committed, and two, that the defendant is the one who committed that crime. Again, they are not determining guilt either. And if they determine there to be enough evidence to move forward, they indict. So for a grand jury, there's an indictment. Um, for a preliminary hearing, there is an information. So just to clarify some of that terminology. A great way to think about a preliminary hearing and grand jury is to think of them the same way as trials. Someone can have a trial by a jury of their peers, similar to a grand jury, or have a bench trial where the judge is the fact-finding decision maker. So I hope that helps because that may have a little bit of a reference point for you. And this also leads us into some further information as well. So a few nuanced details to go over here too. Grand juries are much less common than preliminary hearings. One, half of the states don't use them, so there's that. In California, we do, but the vast majority, I mean, looking at 90% or so of cases go through a preliminary hearing instead of grand jury. Why? Great question. Mostly for logistics and efficiency, but ultimately these decisions fall to the DA's office. So they'd be who to ask, and to date, I can't find a whole lot of research about this decision-making process. And there's, again, a similarity here for the jury versus bench trial. So fun fact, in criminal proceedings, 
bench trials, so with the judge presiding over the decision, are actually more common than jury trials. And this is of the small percentage of cases that actually go to trial, though. We'll talk about plea deals soon. All right, I'll leave you with that for this week. Until next time.